Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. I have always wanted to create a human being with my body. I have never gotten pregnant, even though I've been trying to do so since I was 16 years old. These are the lessons I have learned from the children I never had. Dear Phoebe Valentine, I saw you. Did you know that? Clear as day, I dreamed about you over and over again. You had blonde curly hair like your daddy. You had my smile and my big brown eyes. Every time I would think we had made you, I would will you into being. He thought I had lost my mind. Me laying there for hours wishing you into creation. Every single time I thought we made you, I would prop my legs up against the wall. Forget cuddling. I was making a baby. I would imagine sperm swimming to my egg. I would imagine what you would smell like when you were born, the way it would feel to know you were living in my body. I would think about the strongest sperm breaking through to split into a million different little cells that would become the entirety of your body. I was 22 years old. I wanted you to come so that I could stay in this marriage that was never meant to be. I wanted you to come because you were my first shot at becoming a legitimate mother. You were to be the first grandchild. A grandchild that would have the eyes of my father. Eyes that would never see his granddaughter because he had committed suicide when I was six years old. I learned from you that leaving is a gift of love. The year that I left him, I tried one last time to get pregnant. I bought clothes for you. Toys, soft blankets, books. I lied to everyone, including myself, saying that I was purchasing these things for the children that I worked with. But really, they were for my little girl who would be 22 this year. My baby who taught me to leave. Dear Zoe, you were a stubborn idea that was meant to fix my first serious relationship with a woman. We were stale, boring, and stagnant. So naturally, I said, let's have a baby. I had some idea that this would be way easier than getting pregnant with a man. We had to plan it down to the temperature reading. I began analyzing my body with scientific precision to determine my exact ovulatory moment months before we chose the sperm donor. I was practiced. I was ready The UPS man delivered the idea of you to our door in a gigantic metal canister that looked like an old-fashioned metal milk jug. We had to keep the sperm perfectly cold and then warm you up to a perfect temperature so that none of the possibility of you would die. I was a tad obsessed with bringing you into being. The cycle of willing myself pregnant started again. I would get fake morning sickness and need soda crackers. I imagined your cells splitting and then splitting and then splitting again. Two weeks later, I would bleed 
and rage and grieve by smoking and drinking to excess. We tried it for a few more times. We learned to have the sperm shipped straight to the hospital so that my doctor could insert it past my cervix. It never worked. Just like with Phoebe, there was nothing more to do, and eventually your other mother and I fell apart. You taught me how to live with the fallout of dishonesty. I cheated on her and broke her heart in a thousand pieces on the floor. I regret treating her with such disregard. I should have left her long before we tried to bring you into existence. Dear surrogate baby, when I was a small child, I would play with my friends by shoving a baby doll in my dress or in my shirt. I would swaddle my baby and feed it and change its diapers. I would rub its head and read it books and sing it lullabies. I would make its bed and put my baby to sleep and then wake up and do it again the next day. Eventually, I stopped pulling babies out of my shirt. But the need to create a human being with my own body has never gone away. It was a primal urge that I have felt every day of my life. I still do. I had grown so desperate to have a child that I became a surrogate to a couple so that I could experience my lifelong dream of creating and birthing a human being with my own body. We had a few very awkward dates where we discussed my entire heritage. They bought me ovulation kits, healthy food, books on improving fertility. I would ovulate. They would deliver sperm. We would turkey baste it in. I would start the willing all over again. Forcing the creation of a human that would never ever be. You were never meant to be. On August 16th, 2010, I was in full ovulation. It was go time. One of the men and I high-fived as we passed in the hall. He had just made the deposit that would be inserted inside my uterus within minutes. The procedure was quick and painless. I talked to my wife about my hopes for their baby. Maybe there would be twins. I was so excited to be pregnant for those men. It was noon. I left the hospital and went to work. At 5 p.m., I pulled up in the driveway and I was ecstatic. I just knew that this time it had worked, that the cells were doing their perfect job. The sperm had arrived and fertilized the egg and a baby was at that very moment creating its perfect little body inside of me. She left me that night. I was violently angry. You were never meant to be from my body, surrogate baby. You never formed my period came, my marriage ended, and the men moved on to a body that worked, a body that produced, a body that wasn't broken like mine. I laid on the floor of the kitchen for three days, facing the worst grief I had ever felt in my life. You taught me the power of heartbreak. You taught me how to feel. Dear Grant Keller, you were going to be the prodigal grandson that finally brought me closer to my stepfather. I had always sought his approval, and you were going to be the boy that finally brought our family together. I was so excited about the potential love and joy you would bring to our lives. Never mind that your father had had a vasectomy. I was convinced that it would fail. Even after I discovered that he had children of his own and that he never wanted another one, I would still pray that you would come. 
I wished and hoped and dreamed that you would become real. This time it wasn't because I was trying to save a marriage that was beyond repair. This time it was because I had finally found my partner for life. This time it was real. I wanted to seal our family together with you, even though my husband repeatedly said he never wanted to have another child. I still hoped and prayed that our love would make a baby. And then my body full-on rebelled against my baby dreams. My reproductive organs had finally won the battle, and I had a full hysterectomy. I was sterile. No delusions of a miracle. I sobbed and sobbed, and my mother held me as I grieved. I was saying goodbye to all of you. The smell of Phoebe's curls. The giggle of Zoe's joy. The grandson named Grant Keller. The dream of creating a human with my own body. The dream of becoming a mommy and passing on my own genetics. The dream of looking into the eyes of my father, long dead. Sterility, infertility, death. Every single day, I grieve that none of you were ever meant to be. Every day, I wonder what it would have been like to have held you in my arms, covered in blood and fluid, freshly birthed from my body. People assume that my stepchildren are mine because I can talk about pregnancy and childbirth with encyclopedic precision. It is an assumption, of course. I have never, ever birthed a baby. It was never meant to be. Thanks for listening, and as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.